David, we, yep. we're going to have a new website. It's the same name, but it's been a there's been a quantum leap in Zen Bitslap. So All right. I don't know. It's going to be up today or soon. Yeah. So okay. All right. And you can also buy T-shirts on that website. So get a T-shirt. Mailing list, and uh, there's a mailing list, and there'll actually be a mailing list. Oh wow. Yeah, so that's that's an improvement. That's good work. We had a mailing list, but nothing. There was no real contact. We're going to actually have a mailing list. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, you might that's have to a, check. That's your, a quantum leap. That is a quantum leap. You just your connection seems to be breaking up a little bit there, Mike. I'm oh, sorry, Paul. So we'll um, we'll just keep an eye on that. Let me see. Uh, I'm outside. Hold on. Let me see if I got to get oh, the no. outside. No, yeah, this is the way. I'm out here. Yeah, okay. I think your camera's off, though. All right. Well, let me know if it goes bad, but I'm in the garage. I've been exiled here. Okay. Yeah. So. All right. There you go. Okay, that's better. With that, spotlight video on you. And with that, over to you. All right. Well, good morning, everyone from California. Paul Alcoholic. Uh, or a grateful member of recovery, however you want to say it. Uh, I want to just emphasize what we do at the beginning because to me uh, the reflections on the suggestions and the steps and the principles without a correlation with the exact nature of the wrong uh, I would be doing a disservice in a way so we're looking at uh, a certain condition that's the underlying condition which is uh, a trusting what they call in the fear inventory, perhaps there's a better way instead of trusting something, instead of trusting finite self or having faith in finite self, we're going to have a transfer of faith to a higher power or something infinite. Yeah. So the faith in a finite self, in my view, is, is the uh, faith in the thought system and in the narration, and in the perceptions, and in the memories, uh, a faith in the system itself, which I believe is a failed system, to tell you the truth. Uh, and I believe that the system is, in the, is constantly in the act of being identified as its image of us, which is a self, a long-lasting, for some people, not that long-lasting with addiction and stuff, a long-lasting, independent, separate entity, a thing uh, separate from all other things, a thing that's the doer of a lot of shit it has really nothing to do with, uh, a thing that is determined and directed by a narration of language, let's say the English language for America, and in that language, uh, the emphasis is on me, so I'm always doing shit. I'm always not doing shit. I'm the one who's seeing. I'm the one who's thinking. I'm the one who did all that behavior while under the influence. I, 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 I. And this act of being identified by the faith in the system that is identified as self, we lose the sense of what we are. And now we're guided by something else. And that something else is infected with a parasite called alcoholism or addiction, whatever you want to call it. And that parasite is living a life through us 
unbeknownst to us because every time we meet the parasite which we do we bump it we bump into it quite a lot every time we meet it we immediately call it us yeah we immediately call it me so i would say the root of the problem is the act of being identified as self <clears throat> we can't be free from the parasite if we take ourselves to be the parasite it's caught in the statement self can't get out of self in our community now from that point i look at all the other steps and because this point was became crystal clear to me in uh, uh from the page 64 right before they go into the nuts and bolts of the inventory and where bill w gives you one way of looking at the inventory and it says it, to me it's very clear it says being convinced of what that self is what has defeated us self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us so being convinced that self now what the hell is that that's what we need to find out really i mean <laughs> if it's me then we're apt to be defeated every moment of our lives because the me is going to be there paul is going to be in paul's life until the last moment of paul's life so but in his view or at least what was downloaded in in the book was that self is something other than us so it says being convinced that self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us we will now look at its meaning self's common manifestations this is a suggestion or one of the ways we can look at the inventory process is to look at the resentments and the fears and the acting out in the pursuit of what we want by looking at out at our sexual behaviors in the past to recognize some of the common manifestations of self in our lives and it's been very clearly delineated self is not us yeah so my feeling is and my conviction in this program is we're in the act of being identified as self we're not located in us we're not centered in us we're centered in self and self is the original addiction to me the obsessiveness the mental state is addicted to being this doer the thinker the feeler the seer the hearer and it will it will frame everything that ever happens through us as us doing it and it's such an incredible extreme picture to believe when you are under the deep throes of addiction and alcoholism that you were choosing to do those behaviors to me i was directed i was used for transportation so something was doing through me now the mental state claims whatever comes through me as me doing it and so i find a lot of people in recovery are still harvesting tons of guilt and shame based on the behaviors that they were driven to through the addiction through the alcoholism and they're still being they're still producing guilt and shame to this day that's not freedom from the bondage of self that's the bondage of self seeking freedom yeah it's not uh so i feel this is an important contribution to the program so i i constantly harp on it because i am not just going to reflect on the steps 
I'm reflecting on the steps from this point of view, that self is a foreign pathogen or a parasitical movement. Because when I saw it clearly, when I saw this sentence clearly, being convinced that self, I saw it as something foreign, manifested in various ways, has defeated us. I saw that as what I am. I saw what I am was being defeated by what I'm not, by being identified as what I'm not. And it hasn't changed ever since. That thing became clear. It's never been reviewed. It's not debated. It's just clear. It's a clear fact to me. And I want to share it to some tribe members because maybe it will be like a key that will open up the effects of the program to a, let's say, a broader, more stabilized, more available condition. Because if you are a spiritual condition, that would be found as the highest maintenance of a spiritual condition. So I've just seen through observation over the years that I have traveled lighter through the same life that I was traveling heavier through before. Yeah? I mean, getting up, shit happening, you know, legs hurting, whatever. I'm, ex I'm, I'm confronted with a life just like I was when I was an addict, but I'm traveling lighter through life now than I ever did before. And I'm traveling a lot lighter now than I did the first nine or ten years of my sobriety. And it has stabilized. So by, by, by the relief from the problem, I know the problem. By being relieved of the problem, I know the problem from the solution. And I'm just sharing this download with you. Yeah. It's not up to me what you're going to do with it, but you got the right to hear it. And maybe it will help you see what you weren't seeing before, because it sure did that for me, man. As soon as I recognized what I wasn't, I could be free from it. As long as I was calling it me, my freedom was confined by the identification. I could only hope to be free as it. And I kept running into that Statement, self can't get out of self. I just wasn't seeing one of the selves as self. I was calling one of them Paul. So Paul getting out of self was made total sense to Paul. I mean, I wanted to get out of me. That's all I've been trying to do since I've been six years old. I've been trying to get out of me as me. I thought I was trying to get out of self as Paul. Therefore, I could be successful. And it hasn't worked because... Paul is a.k.a. self. I had no idea I was in the act of being identified as self until I did. So everything else about all the steps and the suggestions, I see it through this lens. Yeah. I read the book like somebody, I think it was David or John here, talks about it. One sentence is incredibly radical. Yeah, like this sentence, being convinced that self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. The next paragraph, they're back out on these are your resentments and your fears. It was a download coming through those people. The download wasn't for them, it was through them. And there's a lot there to be revealed. So I don't believe we, we manufacture our own misery. I don't. 
I don't believe that. I believe something took us over and used our facility to manufacture misery. I think our facility can manufacture joy. I can feel, I know it can manufacture empathy and compassion and being of service. I've seen that in my life. So the, the facility doesn't just make misery, it makes a lot of shit. But it, you need the right director. If self is directing the product line of the factory, it's going to produce misery. That's its main fucking product. You're going to see yourself as the source of all your problems. I don't see myself that way. I see the source of all my problems is a foreign element. Therefore, I can be free from it. Because you're not going to rehabilitate a parasite. You can sort of civilize it to a certain extent, but it's sort of like those lion tamers. Every once in a while, the seeming tamed lion eats the motherfucker up. So I want freedom, yeah? I don't want it conditional with some freaking thing hanging over my head every second. So, so this, you know, I feel just humbly, I feel when I attempt to present this idea, it gets, oh, that's the same thing everyone's saying. It's not the same thing everyone's saying. When I was directed to do an inventory, it was my resentments, my fears, my shit, my, 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 my. And I'm saying it's not mine. Yeah? And this isn't a denial. This is a negation. I let all the shit land when I got sober. All the shit I was trying to avoid and deny landed. And when it landed, I let it be as real as it wanted to be, and it showed me it was unreal. It's not of me. As Jesus supposedly says, we're in this world, but we're not of this world. Let's say we're in alcoholism, but we're not of alcoholism. Oh, there you go. Wow. Okay. Thanks very much, Paul. Um, so uh, just admit a few points. So it's now time to ask a few questions, get your hands up. If there's anything you want to have a chat about with what Paul said today or anything that you'd you might be struggling through, you're going through the steps maybe for the first time. Um, and see, Martin's got his hand up. Well done, Martin. Over to you, mate. Um, yeah, this question is for Paul. Um, first of all, thank you for your share. <laughs> very, uh, very intriguing and very uh, insightful. Um, you said something about after we get, you know, sober, some behaviors are still there um i've been tripping up on that for a while and i do understand what you're talking about by the self nature not martin but the things that are triggering within us and i i want to ask you what your take is on why do we not let certain behaviors go after we get sober, no matter what they are, is it because we have fear? Is it because, or or, or what we're afraid of that, what are people gonna think of? So I was just wondering, or, or anybody else, uh, what your take on that is. Uh, 
feeling is addiction, which is this idea of being self. Yeah. And I think alcoholism. Yeah, Paul, we're having a bit of trouble with your um, your camera there. You're in a bit of a black spot. A bit of in other words, everyone's seen an extreme version of self-centeredness than a lot of just, let's say, ordinary self-centeredness. I hope that you can really recognize self, I hope. I mean, that's one of the values of That's not happening. Paul, Paul, um, Paul if uh, you can hear us, you, I think you might need to go out and come back in again because the line's pretty bad. Mike, um, we lost him. I just uh, tried to text Amelia too. So, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. All right, is he going out? I think he's left he's the building. Elvis is out of the building for a bit. So, no, he's still here. Is he? Yeah, he's in the second page. Yeah, he's back. Right. Unmute him. Can't see him. Yeah, second page. It's coming in now. I to unmute there. I'm here. All right. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Well, yeah. You'll have to start again. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't believe I don't believe alcoholism is the uh, is let's say the primary addiction. I believe uh, identification as self is the primary addiction. Yeah. So when we get relief from alcoholism and we stop drinking and using, which are the symptoms of it, we don't get relief from self yeah am i lost again yeah no i'm hearing you just i'll just close it down because it was it's still shuttering a bit all right Can we turn off his video for him so we I've done it. Oh, okay so the idea is is when we come into sobriety and we start getting relief from alcoholism why do a lot of other things persist sort of like ownership and not being able to see truly like the first part of step one, that we were powerless over alcohol, or let's say we were powerless over alcoholism, which is sort of like dancing with a gorilla. You're going to stop when the gorilla wants to stop. The mental state is still harvesting tons of guilt and shame based on the behavior that was exhibited while under the influence. Yes. Now that's because that's the prior addiction which is the addiction of being the doer and being the thinker and being the feeler. That's the primary addiction. And the real relief to me is first you get some relief from the alcoholism and then there's then hopefully there's a beginning of seeing self as something foreign. And then you start having relief from self. Yeah. They're not one in the same thing. Alcoholism is like, has a fixed it on self, a fixed, you know, has combined itself with it and has amplified it. But when you take the alcoholism away, the self is still there. Yeah. Oh. And then you see the underlying causes and conditions that you thought were alcoholism aren't alcoholism. Their obsession with self. Right. As long as you can hear me, it doesn't matter if you can see me. Can you, can you hear me still? It's, yes, it's efficient. But it'll, yeah, it's it'll, good. Go yeah, on, uh, Martin, I, did you want to come back? Yeah, I, I did. Um, so, uh, so, Paul, I guess what you're saying is there's still part of self there 
no matter who it manifests, it's, it's that we have to deal with that self-nature, right? Well, yeah, it's going to see, once the alcoholism, the alcoholism is sort of like a smokescreen. The self can hide in there. So once right. you get, stop drinking and using, more shit shows up, yeah? Because now yeah. you're getting to the underlying surface. And the underlying right. surface is the skin of self, yeah? Right. That's the original addiction. Because the mental state is addiction, is addicted to thoughts. <clears throat> it's addicted uh, to thoughts. It's addicted to a narrative. Let's say right. it has a narrative that you're a loser. So basically, it wants to be so right about that, yeah, that you're going to be a loser. You're going to lose, yeah? It's got its agenda, and it's, it's ravenous. And if you don't start recognizing it, you're going to be looking from under it the rest of your life. Yeah. And you're not going to have really the promise of the program isn't really relief from alcoholism. It's relief from the bondage of self. Yeah. He states it that way. It's relief of the bondage of self. The bondage of self is the underlying condition to me. I, I can't hear you, but... No, hey, David. Not, yeah, I'm trying to unmute him. Hold on. All right. Martin. There you go. Man. No, I, I'm sorry. I, Paul, I just want to say thank you so much. And sorry about it. I'm first time to the meeting, but um, man, I'll tell you what, my eyes were just open. Thank you so much. Wow. Thank Wonderful. you. Wonderful. Oh, wow. Thank you. Okay. So thank you, Martin. So, hold on, David. Hold on, Dave. Yeah. This isn't to believe, investigate, let it in. If it's true for you, it'll be, it'll be obvious sooner or later. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay. Yes. Thank you, Paul. Yeah. It's so what's the beautiful thing is it's almost like a spiritual subpoena. You're not called to court yet. You will be. Yeah. More stuff will be revealed. All we did is put an invitation in there. And if it works for you, it's going to bring an illumination and it's going to bring a lightness into wow. your life. That's the point. Or actually, it's going to allow a lightness to come out of your life. Yeah, because you are the light, basically. Right. This whole thing of trying to search for light is insane. We are the light. The light just seems to be covered up by this identification. Yeah. Oh, it man. can't be taken away. The light doesn't go anywhere. It's just covered up, seemingly. All right. Paul, thank you so much, my brother. You're welcome. Thank you. Right. Cheers, Martin. So we've got quite a lot of hands up today, Paul. So just to let you know. So, Martin, thank you for that. Now, over to our mate, Michael Stacy. Hey, Mike. Hi. Good morning. Good morning, Paul. My name is Michael. I'm an alcoholic. And, um, uh, yeah. So um, I've heard this message for probably like a year now. I, I, was, I wasn't introduced, but I stumbled across it on YouTube a long time ago. And it just like everything like hit, it downloaded or whatever you want to call it. It just like, bam, it just opened me up to a whole bunch of stuff. So badly want that back. But um, 
my question is, is that when, when I, now when I go to meetings and I hear people talk like, oh, I have to be self-care. And whenever I hear the word self, something inside me cringes to the point where like, I want to, I kind of shut and, and I like, I distance myself from that because I, that's, that's not peace for me. And so I was wondering, is, is that like, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to put up this, like my, I, I don't want to put up this barrier between me and others. I don't want to distance myself from others. I want to see where like, I, I can be helpful. But at the same time, like when I hear like, oh, I have to take care of myself and self-care and like, I, I did all these things. It just, it, it, it puts me off for some reason. And now is that, is that my ego saying like, I have something and you don't, or is that me trying to um, separate myself from the, the pack and end up getting picked off by that? Something to that effect. It's, it's kind of weird. Yeah. My, my uh, observation of that little journey is it, uh, there'll be a maturity that comes. Yeah. So I've learned to adapt. And so I'm still an active member of AA for 32 years. I very rarely, uh, I sort of close, hopefully what I'm, what I, uh, what speaking is uh, louder than what's being spoken. Yes. And I grew out of feeling different and stuff like that. Yeah. But I've gone, I went through that, yeah. Because it's, uh, you know, every, every group's a herd, you know. Every group is a certain herd or a tribe. And if you start, uh, if you start seeing things differently, it can get into a, a you know, a Texas versus Oklahoma or, you know, a, <laughs> a competitive or something thing. And I didn't want to leave AA, so I just basically stayed through all that and grew out of it and just uh, see my role. I'm not going to get anything at a meeting. I'm just there because I love the presence, really. I just feel great. And, uh, yeah, so it's that's a typical thing. I don't know how to – I can't be clearer about it because it's something I grew through, yeah? But uh, – yeah. But the head will use it. That's the thing you need to know. Whatever yeah. happens, whatever That's... clarity that comes up, will the mental state will try to use it to make more darkness, you know? That's what it does. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It, always, it, it, uh, so... it has its own agenda, and it's sort of going along with another agenda now. So it tries to keep up and it tries to claim and it tries to divert. But you, you see, the battle's already won, yeah? Something has been okay. disclosed, something has been uncovered that can't be covered again. So basically, it's almost like in its dying throes, you know? It keeps trying to throw some shit into the works, but you just live through it, yeah? And I don't want to see what happened with me with this message is, I ran into people usually like 10 or 12 years when I used to do these workshops in fourth step. And, you know, they were coming to a 
conclusion, they needed something that AA didn't seem to have, the community. So then they were mm -hmm. looking outside of AA and sometimes never coming back. So I just want to bring shit back into AA so that you can find it in AA so you don't have to leave. Yeah, because sometimes the mental state will try to replace recovery with Buddhism and then they just become drunk Buddhists. Yeah, so I don't see there's there's a need. It's not an either or thing. So I'm sticking with the program. I don't you know, they'd have to fucking pitchforks and fucking fire. Ride me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so now I get yeah. to practice your other most suggestion people, of staying on the staying on the operating table. If if most people were super happy, joyous, and free, I'd be listening to them. Yeah. Right. 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 You know what I mean? I would. Yes. I remember when I was yeah. young and I was in a lot of trouble. My family, my mother would get adults to come over and talk to me. And they start telling me with the assumption, you know, uh, of what, what I needed to do to sort of go end up where they were, but I didn't want what they had. So I wasn't really interested in what they were talking about. Yeah. Well, okay. a lot of people, I don't want what they have. I don't want to be fucking managing fear for 30 years. I want to outgrow fear. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to become a master of inventory. I not. I don't want to have any material to do an inventory about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't want to manage the dilemma. I want to be free from the dilemma. <laughs> it's just I'm not interested in it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what in slavery, what slavery or bondage of self does. It gives us a very low ceiling. It begrudgingly gives us a ceiling, but it's very low. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, you don't, uh, you know, I believe there's a possibility of being like a free range alcoholic. You know, I really believe <laughs> the space can be really huge. Yeah. Yeah. I know we're having trouble with the, uh, can you still hear me, Dave? Yeah. Yeah. You're all good, mate. You're all good. All right, so the, I don't care about the video, so yeah. But yeah, Michael, I think I went through the same thing. The head loves to, to differentiate from the other heads, you know, but whatever. Okay. I just believe there's a, I think AA is big enough to have different views, yeah? I don't think it's like you're joining an army, yeah? I don't. I don't believe it's a fear-based uh, program. Mm -hmm. I believe, you know, having like a boot camp works for certain people, but I don't want a 30-year boot camp. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't. I think, it, I think recovery progresses, and I think it can progress a lot farther than we're, we're collectively understanding. I do what we're collectively accepting as a ceiling, I think is, is a part of bondage of self, really. I think there's a lot more available to us. Yeah. Okay. Cheers, Mike. It's really good to see you, mate. Good to, good to have the question. Thank you very much. And, I didn't uh, hear him too well, so. 
I think you've you've certainly smashed that one for him, mate. That's great. Yeah. And uh, Leia, Leia's back. Hey, Leia. Hi, Paul. Hello, everyone. Hey. I'm Leah, alcoholic. Uh, Paul, thanks for taking the meeting again today. Um, Two-part question. Um, I'm starting with the statement. Please confirm if this is, if I have the wording correct. I, <laughs> meaning self, ego, Leah, me, is not experiencing, enduring, or weathering anything. Is that true? The idea of Leah is a narration. Leah, the idea of Leah is not experiencing anything. There's an experiencing and then Leah shows up. The idea of Leah. If you would do a, a like a, just a basic inventory of what you did today, like woke up, ate, had a coffee, and then you compare it to the, the narrative that's running in your head that you, you don't do anything, you're lazy and shit like that, you'll see how off the narration is to your actual experience of living. It's mind boggling. It's sort of like you're in 2020 and the head is in 1978. <laughs> it's playing a version of the same theme over all the terrain that changes every day. It's amazing. It's like you're on the same trip. You go to Bangkok, and then Bangkok sucks just like San Mateo sucks, you know, and then you go, no, it sucks, yeah, because Leah, Leah shows up. <laughs> and Leah has a stubborn story. It overrides a lot of your experience. It does. It doesn't take into account actually what's going on. It doesn't. It runs into a miracle. It forgets it in a half an hour. It, 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 it implies there may be a resentment in it. Now it, it thrives on that for 40 years. I mean, you've got to see the insanity of it. Yeah. There's a huge difference. When you were a kid, life was happening. Then we grew into an interpretation, life's happening to me. And then some of us got an extreme version of that me that life was happening to. And it demanded fucking escape. We felt very uncomfortable living that narration. We had been separated from our experience. We had been separated from the joy of being present. And we were stuck with a fucking story that didn't, wasn't casting us in a very good light. And we wanted to escape. So we did. When I drank, I wasn't looking to fucking get into trouble or hurt people. I wanted relief. It was like medicine. I wanted to get out of that thing that I'm not. Yeah. Unfortunately, I didn't know the root of the problem wasn't that I'm listening to a narrative, that the listening to the narrative is part of the narrative. The listener is as much the narrative as the narrative. I didn't know it was self trying to get out of self. I just thought there was self and then there was Paul trying to get out of self. And Paul was the real thing, but it wasn't. It was part of the narration. 
I had no fucking clue until I did. And so I ran to get loaded out, get out of me. And then the faster to get out of me, the better. So I started shooting cocaine because that's a pretty quick rush. And I went to the end point where I was hoping Paul would be free from self. So I would actually set up overdoses with the hopes that at the throes of the system collapsing the body, I would be there as Paul unadorned by self, but in fucking work, trying to get out of self. Yeah. There was a narrative about having a narrative. Fuck. I had no idea until I did, but now I do. And now I can recognize the parasite as a parasite. I don't call it me. Yeah. I can recognize the narrative as being some completely outdated completely outdated and not in touch with what's actually going on. Yeah. I have. It's become so clear. The parasite plays God in the past and the future. It's the, it's the king of what's not happening. And that's what it keeps living us as. It makes what's not happening have more influence than what's happening. That's insane to me. That's the bondage of self. We're bonded with a narrative that has fucking bled out all the living to a life. Yeah. So some of us feel dead. We feel numb. We got to jump off of bridges on bungee cords to feel alive. We got to fucking do shit, ride a 20-foot wave to feel alive. We're basically seemingly like we're dead. Yeah. Because a, a narrative can't get out of the narrative. That's the dilemma. What you're trying to get out of so much you're not in. It's hard to believe, but it's true. You're not in it. Yeah. The light that you are, the seeing, the hearing, that which is seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, and touching has been untouched, unboxed in, unbridled by the narrative. Yeah, we're looking at light from the effect of the narrative. You can see the narrative from light. You can see the narrative from light, the narrative from another narrative. Self can't get out of it. From light. That's the spiritual condition. That's what we call pause. That pause is not an infrequent event. It's the state we're always Okay. Paul, if you can hear me, I'm wondering whether it might be a good idea to go out and then come back in. Maybe try the old um, IT crowd solution. Switch it off and switch it on again. Is he still there? Anyone? I think you may. <laughs> Hi. So, um, right. So he's, uh, we'll just take a little commercial break here. So as I said, um, until he does, will you just watch to see if he's coming back in or where he is? So, um, if you've never been here before, Paul's website is zenbitchlap.com. Um, we can find all of his stuff. Um, his book under arrest, 
which is all about uh, recovery. It's our rest is in A dash rest, and it's, that's well worth uh, getting a pop on. That's one of the first things I like. Mike, I saw him first on YouTube, and I was uh, like really, really fascinated by it all, and that led on to other things. And then, and then he also does um, two other sessions outside of the recovery thing called about something called non-duality. If you've never seen that before um, or heard of it before, it's witnessing. I've, I've, I've got, I get a whole lot of it out of it now. Um, yeah. Things like self-inquiry and stuff. So I would recommend uh, putting still... his YouTube channel on and just going to bed yeah. to letting it yeah. soak in um, osmosisly. You might, you might want <laughs> okay. to give him a call. He's still in the room. His videos often is muted. All right. I think Mike might be on, t on that one. Is that all right, Mike? Uh, Amelia just said Paul is on. Oh, hi. Hi, Paul. Uh, no, I don't think they see him yet. No. Uh, yeah, he's, he's on the third page. Is he? Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. that's, I think that's, the screen's dead there, mate. I don't think that's, uh. Yeah, well, that's him. Yeah. Yeah, that's, but he might be. That's not live, Paul. Oh, he that's says he that's the shadow. Let in. There's no, he's not in the waiting room. Just hold That's on for a minute. Lebowski, just keep holding for a minute. We see, he needs to okay, remove um, himself. Yeah, I'm asking him to unmute. Does he see that? Maybe because his, his connection is so bad, it's not seeing the asking. Yeah, he's unmuted now. Oh, he's there. In the video, too. Yeah. I'll, I'll turn it on now. Wait on. Start the video. Yeah. Where were we? Sounds like it's still real bad, though. All right. There you so go. That's, that's fine. Brilliant. We're back. Okay. Uh, it was unbelievable, you. but you all got it without, you didn't have to hear it. Yeah, we got it. All right. I'm In a different way. Okay. So Thanks. let's, um, thank yeah, you for that. Sorry. Sorry about that, Leia. Um, so the next question is from Kerry, Kerry Klein. How are you, Kerry? I'm unmuting you. There you go. All right. Um, I'm Kerry, alcoholic. Hey, man. And uh the, the question i have i just want to give just a quick background not very long um i was introduced to the program like over 40 years ago <clears throat> and at that time i felt like it was against my will because i got court ordered there was just a lot of interventions i was very angry and i bounced around through probably over 12 to 15 treatment centers between the ages of uh, 17 and 23 and, uh, you know, anyways, I currently have five years of sobriety. I wish I could say I had 40 years. I mean, but I don't. Uh, maybe I don't wish that. Um, my question is, is like before, you know, I know the, um, the thing that took me over, the parasite. But what about before that, before I even picked up a drink? All the things I was going through as a young person, like, um, you know, you could look at them as character defects. I think everybody's selfish. I mean, self-centered. I had all that way before I started using. So was, was a parasite just, were we born with the parasite? That's my question. Uh, well, first, all right, can you hear? Yep. The, the word parasite, it, the thing, it isn't a thing. It's a mental activity, but it's not a thing. You can't take an X-ray and see alcoholism or a parasite. But it's an image that I like to use because uh, it, it, feels what, if, it feels like something like a parasite, 
tend to see it as other. Because the real relief is when you recognize self as other. There's a real relief there. The bondage of self is identification as self. So when you really get to the exact nature of the bondage of self and you see self as other, that's a quite a relieving space. Yeah. And it actually can stabilize. Now, selfing can get a little crazy, but then the sense of recognizing you're not that stays, which is quite relieving. Yeah. I hope. Can you hear me? I can yeah, hear you. All good. All right. Don't worry about the video. Yeah. So, uh, what I'm saying is alcoholism is more like uh, an amplification, like we use the idea of an acoustic life and then an electrified life. So there's self-centeredness. And basically when it stays acoustic, it can sort of stay, oh, that's just the way things are, whatever. But then when it plugs in, its solos get a little long, the drum beat, you know, you're, the drum, it, it it becomes, it, it attracts different attention, yeah? Where certain people see you as quite fucking crazy and shit. And so basically, it plays its hand in a flamboyant manner, and then it basically calls attention to itself, yeah? So that's what I see alcoholism as. Because mm -hmm. I found, see, when I got sober, I thought the unmanageability of my life or a lot of my behaviors was based on the cocaine use. When I stopped the cocaine use, I was still behaving. So mm -hmm. my idea of what the problem was, was incorrect, yeah? Mm -hmm. I thought mm -hmm. the problem was produced by what I was doing. It was the feeling of being the doer is the problem, yeah? Mm -hmm. I didn't see that until I saw it. So I, was ex I thought by my doing drugs and alcohol, I made my life unmanageable. I didn't know that it was my managing that made it unmanageable, yeah? So this is mm -hmm. what happens when you start coming to, yeah? You start, mm -hmm. you start getting closer to the exact nature, you know, or the causes and conditions. Because usually in the problem, your take on the problem is part of the problem. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's not real. For real. It's not relieving you of any of the problem. You just think you know it now, which doesn't, you know, it's like self-knowledge avails us nothing. So right. the idea is when you come to, more gets revealed and then you start recognizing it. And let's say you're in the program recovery for a period of time and you've gotten a lot of relief and yet you still see there's something there. Yeah, like an underlying parasite that wasn't noticed while you had the flamboyancy of addiction and alcoholism, yeah? Mm -hmm. And now I get to see that, yeah? Mm -hmm. Not from it, but from somewhere else that I didn't know, like the unsuspecting inner resource has the ability to see, not through the eyes, but through awareness, yeah? And I started to see this underlying thing, which I call the, the identification as self. And that, when I recognize that, and I, it was entertained, it's become the last answer, yeah? Alcoholism wasn't the last answer. I mean, recovery from alcoholism wasn't the last answer. This was the last answer. When I saw the identification as self as the exact nature of the wrong, 
Mm. That's been mm. the last dance. Mm. Because I've entertained mm. it for quite a while now, mm -hmm. and there's no other answer has followed. Mm -hmm. So I have a feeling I got to the exact nature <laughs> of the wrong because it hasn't right. changed in 20-something years. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, okay. so yeah, basically, yeah. the relief from the alcoholism gives me the opportunity to see what's really causing the irritability, restlessness, and discontent. Yeah? <laughs> and then more gets revealed, and then, then you're at the real relief point, which relief from the bondage of self which doesn't say anything about alcoholism. It says relief right. from the bondage of self. Yeah. Right. right. Because at the point, we've been relieved of alcoholism to some extent, and now we're getting to, oh, well, here's the real relief, is the bondage of self. Then what the hell is the bondage of self? It's not a handcuff to an arm. It's an activity, yeah? It's an, un, it's an unknowing activity that's going on that's bonding us to something called self and it's severely limiting our life by that bonding, yeah? So somehow we're being bound to a narration of living instead of to living, yeah? And a lot of us aren't doing well, very well <laughs> under that bonding, yeah? So try to get out but as self see because we don't know we're identified so we think we're leaving self but we're leaving it as self which means you never left it so now we're pointing out yeah the identification as self so maybe the way out is not to escape what you think you're in but realize you're not in what you think you're in maybe that's the way of escape I'm telling you it has been for me yeah my escape isn't based that I've got a fucking technique to get out of something. I realized I was never in it. Yeah. What I, what I truly am has never been in self. <laughs> so the whole idea, it's sort of like this. <clears throat> Many of us are trying to get into the moment. My belief is you can't be out of the moment. And many of us are trying to get out of self, and I can't believe you can be in self. So basically, we're trying to get into what we can't be out of, and we're trying to get out of what we can't be in. So let's have a correction. Yeah, here you go. Yeah, you've been in every moment you've ever been in, you've been there. So you've never been out of any fucking moment. Yeah. <laughs> and the idea that we're in self that's only self being up the ass of self. Yeah. You recognize one self as that which is up the ass, but then the other self, another self that's going up the ass of self. <laughs> and you're neither. That's the good news. I swear to God. I swear. You're neither of them. You're not, you're not what you're thinking you are. You're not. How the thoughts comprise you, how the thoughts hold you, how the thoughts imply you isn't you. You're not of thingness, yeah? Sorry to break the news. Yeah, as Jesus says, you could say, you're in this world, you're not of this world. You could say you're in thingness, but you're not of thingness. 
things, yeah? Let's, let's be clear. Maybe it will allow you to travel lighter in thingness if you're not of thingness. Who knows? It ha it's worked with me, yeah? So that's the point. That's what we're sharing. Hopefully it helps. And if it doesn't help now, it will. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yep, thank you. So yeah, so thanks for that, Kerry. So final two questions. Um, Karen's up first and then followed by Anne. So, but Karen, you go first, I've unmuted you. Final two, eh, yes. Hi, I'm Karen. I'm an alcoholic. I'm not, this is my second time to this, your meeting and I love it, it's really interesting. But my question is, I've got a couple years. Do I do the whole program? Are, are you saying that I should do the all the steps? Yes, and, for sure. Yeah, right. And then afterwards, think about what you're saying. You don't have to think about it. It's in, it'll get in there. Come back a few times and the spiritual okay. subpoena will serve. Yeah, for sure. All right. Thank you. But yeah, the step, the whole point, this isn't a replacement for the steps. See, the action figure has alcoholism. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. the brain. It's sort of like, what would, do you think someone who has diabetes and let's say they wake up, do you think they stop taking insulin? No. Of course not. Well, this is the same thing. Yeah. Okay. And figure this idea of Paul, this thing is riddled with this brain has alcoholism. It needs a way of life. And that's what AA provides. Yes. Because yes. we have a life and there's time. So AA is perfectly suited for the alcoholic thing. Yeah. As a way yeah. of life. So the alcoholic thing doesn't go fucking overboard anymore. Yeah. Yes. yes. Well, while that's happening, it also, so there's something that illuminates whatever you're doing, which is this idea. Yeah. It's that you're not a thing, even though you're in a thing, you're not of thing. Yeah. So the idea of becoming spiritual becomes redundant because you are spirit. Yeah. Okay. That's what we're, that's the, that's what we're sharing here. Yes. This, this not one replaces the other. They're a combination in a sense. Yeah. AA allows the light to be expressed. Yes. AA calms the fucking action figure down puts G-O-D rails, keeps it on the straight and narrow so it does, stops causing havoc and fucking catastrophe, yeah? And while that simmers down, then a lot of possibilities show up in your life that aren't possible when all that catastrophe and calamity reigns, yeah? So this is what happens, yeah? Certain things have to be simmered down, then all new possibilities show up. And this is the process, yeah? Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I'll keep coming back. Come back, Karen. Good. <laughs> so will I. Thank you. Thank you very much, Karen. Thanks for coming. Thanks, David. Thank uh, okay. And final question, Anne from Chicago. Hey, Anne. Hey, guys. Um, first of all, Thanks, thanks so much for just being. 
um, it came in on Tuesday. I'm having a bad who's it's um Anne, sorry, uh, Paul, it's Anne. Can you hear her okay? Can you hear me, Paul? Can you hear me still? Yep, we can I hear you. This is a Zoom conversation if I've ever heard. heard That's all right, I'm, I'm, I'm leaning in. Uh, thank you guys for being here. When, right. I, when, I, when I showed up on Tuesday, after following David's bread trail, bed, breadcrumb trail, uh, you know, I, I heard you, Paul, speak truths that I didn't know how to get out. And I deeply, deeply appreciate that. Today, you said, I was always there through everything. And that really challenged me. And I want you to give me thoughts on this. <clears throat> I had accepted the idea, and here we go, uh, the idea that in my drinking, which was full of blackouts, you know, I blacked out for 18 months at the end. Um, I always felt that spirit left body and, and that, that made logical sense to me. But I'd really like to hear, hear you on that, if you could. Thank you. Well, my, this is just, it doesn't really matter in the day-to-day -day <laughs> affairs, to the, in the day-to-day -day affairs. But I believe spirit uh, doesn't go anywhere. There's no escaping spirit. It's all encompassing. There's, it's not in a location where it could leave one location, go to another location. Maybe a sense of consciousness about it may leave, but it doesn't leave. Yes. Ah, yes, mm -hmm. yes. And and I yeah. and I and I heard myself. So uh, I heard as I was speaking. Uh, how absolutely ridiculous it is to try and nail that down. Thank you. Thank you. The thing is, you see, the head, the head wants to be relevant. So if it can, and it, if it can have you believe that it can sort of kick spirit out, that gives it a lot of power. Yeah. It can't do fucking squat. Nothing has blocked us off from the sunlight of the spirit. Mm -hmm. The only thing that can block us off from the sunlight of the spirit is the sunlight of the spirit. <laughs> That's it. And it can only seemingly do that. It can appear to the sunlight of the spirit it's blocked off. Is it blocked off? No. No way. Yeah. yeah. The thing that the self fears the most, is the selfing, is irrelevance. It's constantly implying that it has power either to block you from the light or to lead you to the light it uh, neither yeah 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 it is it's only what we believe if we believe in the thoughts then we 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 start believing insane ideas like we can be out of the moment and we're cut off from the spirit and i've done the most heinous thing i've been exiled from heaven for at least 12 years or whatever this is all it's it's fucking attempting to make itself relevant yeah that's all it cares about 
is relevance. It's when you lose interest in it, that's the biggest threat to the system is the loss of interest in it. That's the last thing it wants to happen. Yeah. Look at how much interest self has in the program of recovery. Oh, yeah. People are talking about day and shit like that. Uh, it's thriving in recovery in some respects. Yeah. It can hide in it because you, we think we're in a solution, but we don't realize it's the problem masquerading as the one in the solution. Severely limiting the effects of the solution. <laughs> Seriously. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If we grew into fear, if we grew into something, we can grow out of something. Yeah. If it didn't look, if it looked like we grew into fear, like overnight, do you think it's going to take 50 years to outgrow fear? I don't think it needs to be 50 years to outgrow something that you didn't even knew you grew into. I don't think that's who gives me that fucking, uh, narration oh yeah it's gonna be years and years of undoing what i've done yeah i don't believe that at all the the system talks to us as us that's the dilemma you can't take counsel from it you've got to find you know why do you think we get spurts of intuition and recognition and ahas it's a new communication. It's a new system that's, that's sending us advertisements. Yes, perhaps there's a better way. Why be thought-based? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Where does that lead? Yeah, you we're so much before thought. We can be based somewhere other than self-centeredness. That's fucking for sure. Yeah, we grew into it. We can grow out of it. We don't, but the thing is, we try to grow out of it as it. That's how it defines the solution. Yeah, we're not recognizing the act of being identified as it. We're not. Someone who's in the act of being identified as it doesn't recognize it. it they don't. You need to get a break to see it. And then when it kicks up again, you, now you have eyes to see it. If you've never had a free sample, all the free samples, which is more the case, the free samples get fucking denied, yeah? And, un and unattended to. I mean, you go over spiritual speed bumps all day. Yeah. All day, there, there's, some, there's pauses. There's the selfing shuts down. There's, no, there's very little recognition, and it never becomes a part of the narration, ever. Yeah, it's just forgotten as quick as possible so that the selfie can just continue on its merry way. Yeah, but the fact of, this, the fact of what we are is an, is, is an unenviable task to keep covering up because it keeps bleeding through. Yeah, it keeps, it can't, selfie can't wallpaper quick enough. It keeps bleeding through. Yeah, and then it be, starts becoming obvious. What the fuck am I listening to this for? It's been wrong so many fucking times. I mean, you've got to see that this, it's not that it's that interesting. It isn't. It's not that it's right. It ain't. It's not that it's farsighted. It isn't. It's just that we take it to be us. That's the only reason why we keep listening to it with such devotion. Really.
I wouldn't listen to Stanley after five minutes. Maybe I would be listening to Stanley as if it was me and I'd be really into it. As soon as I realized it was Stanley, I'd lose interest in it completely. But we've been listening to we've been listening to Paul for 45, 50 years because the identification continues as Paul. See, that's not so. You'll lose interest in the whole narration. And yeah. then you'll gain interest in living. Yeah? Your present tense condition will override your forecasting conditions. It will. Your okayness now will override all the fear of unokayness later. It will. I'm telling you, it will. Because it's happening. It's got more value and oomph than what's not happening. It does. What's happening? Uh, first of all, you're seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. What's not happening is just being fucking thought about. And maybe it's, it's triggering a memory feeling. That's it. It's not a fucking full-on present tense event. It's a fucking narration. It's an it's a anxiety-provoking fucking cattle prod that the mental state uses to keep shocking the cow into going down the same fucking trail to the same empty trough. It's like slavery. And then the cows look at all the other cows and they're afraid to step out of line because all the other cows are walking down the same trough. They have it in Australia. They did a sociological study. They call it the tall poppy syndrome. And that a lot of Australian society, they have exemptions like celebrities and, and athlete, you know, uh, sports stars. But basically, they don't want anyone to be above everyone else. So they, everyone gets cut down. There's no tall poppies. Yeah, this happens in our community. Every time someone shares a joy, it's always bookended with, but I'm still fucked. I'm still fucking in fear. I'm still this. It's a constantly pledge allegiance, pledging allegiance to the false god while we're under the guidance of the new god, the real god, the higher power. We keep fucking pledging allegiance to the lower power as if we're still fucking addicted to that. We're free from the bondage of self. I don't have to honor it anymore. I don't have to, oh, I'm still fucked up, don't worry. You know? I'm not fucked up today. Physically, I could be fucked up. Does that mean I'm fucked up? No, I'm not fucked up. Seriously. The problem doesn't exist for me right now. Seriously. I don't have to bookend it, but it was and it will. No, as right now it ain't, yeah? Mm. And I'm present here to enjoy it. I am enjoying freedom from the bondage of self immensely, yeah? Mm -hmm. I am enjoying the ability to enjoy peace of mind. I'm enjoying it immensely, yeah? And I love the quality because it's not taking any thought or effort, yeah? Yeah. That's so beautiful to me. My higher power, the idea of that, is readily available at all times, right where I am, with no requirement on my end to meet it. Yeah.
I don't need a resume to be spirit. I don't need to have done a lot of good things all day to be spirit. I start at spirit. Yes? Mm-hmm. And then hopefully I'll do some things for people, service and shit. It doesn't matter. They're not being enumerated and collected in a book to prove something for something that I'm spiritual. I could care less. Yeah. I would like to see all of us travel lighter. I do have that desire. And I'm trying, I'm sharing how I see it now. And I'm seeing it from traveling lighter. I am. All right, so that's it, I think, eh? Yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Paul. Thanks, Anne. Thank, Thank you very much. Yeah, so um, thanks very much, Paul. Um, we'll be back Tuesday and Thursday again next week. Do you want to say goodbyes, Paul? I do. Oh, sorry for the, uh, well, it wasn't my fault, the Wi-Fi. But it is my Wi-Fi. <laughs> so I'm accountable. <laughs> All right, so we got Stuart. Nice to see you, Stuart, from the UK. Can you hear me, everyone? No? Yep. We got Karen, Kurt, my main man in uh, Southern California, Daz. Daz, the only thing that saved you is you're bigger than the fish you caught. James, we got Anne, Latrice. Nice to see you there from California. Paul, nice to see you again. Thanks for your share. Paul, or Tuesday, whenever it was. Could have been 30 years ago. Who knows? We got Jesse in, in Dublin. Dublin. Jack G, somewhere. Slumped down. Mark, nice to meet you, Mark. I've been up in that area. It's beautiful. Zoe, Zoe's alive and well. Nice to see you, Zoe. Thanks for the donation. Jackie O. Kelly, Ryan, Rob, fantastic. Kerry again, thank you, Kerry. Mike, Mika, nice to see you, Mika, out in the woods. Chris, Kristen, soaking it all in, yes. David, Mike, Virginia, Julie, Johans, Mickey, thanks for everyone's attendance. And oh, there's more, Rose and Michael and Leah. Tofa, I think they can hear me, but yeah, we Carrie, can. Mount Dale, Mount. Oh, good. Well, uh, there's more, so I just say goodbye to everyone. I'm getting tired of saying goodbye. I know you are. I can tell, mate. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. It's a, it's see you Tuesday. It's a pleasure. Yeah, see you Tuesday, and uh, we got talks uh, on another. Oh basically yeah. The same topic, Wednesday and Saturday. Yeah. Well, just go to ZenBitSap, and we're going to have a new website soon. Oh, it has the links to all the – they're all California time. I'll go through that when you've left. You're breaking Tuesday, up. Again. All right. Well, you tell them, Mike, about the talks. All right. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Paul. Thank you, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Thank you. Thanks, David. Thank James. you. Um, yeah, yeah, thank you, David.